Good morning, good people. Happy Wednesday. This is Jay-Z bringing you your dose of the midweek muscle. Boom, in your face. Good morning or good afternoon or good evening or whenever you're checking in. You know, I'm I'm glad you're checking in. Thank you very much. Um, guess who's knocking on the door? Miss Raspy voice. You know what that means, right? And we just talked about it last week. Lack of rest. Or not getting the recommended amount. So, <laughs> y'all, that's so hard. Forcing and pushing myself to get the recommend, recommended amount of rest is so difficult to do on a regular basis. Especially when you have a ton of deadlines that's about to hit the fan. And that's exactly what I'm about to talk about today. Like, why does that shit always happen? right? That's literally the episode today. New, or is this your first time here? We come out of the box swinging almost every week. So thank you for joining. Um, Here at the Midweek Muscle, (laughs) we desire to go after the matters that have a tendency to hold us back or hold us up and add fresh new perspective on how to tackle those objectives or how to tackle those obstacles that stand in the way, rather they are matters of the head or matters of the heart or both. So personally, relationally, professionally, you name it, uh, there's an area where fresh new perspective can help you get over that obstacle. So join us. Thank you for joining us. And I hope you enjoy this episode. Now, for those of you who have been here, if you've not heard it today yet or already, I just want to tell you, you You are golden, you are important, your feelings are valid, and you matter. And the reason why I tell you that is because, man, you are worthy of love and you are lovable. And I understand exactly why, you know, sometimes you might be fritzing out, right? I know when I'm fritzing out, I'm like, dang, again, why does this shit always happen? Just when you feel like you set your ducks up in a row, something gets knocked out. It's like Murphy's Law. Do y'all know Murphy's Law? It's funny because when I'm walking in public, I always talk about this idea of watched milk never boils. And people look at me like, what in the heck, girl? Like, I feel like you're a little too young to be saying that or, you know, whatever the look is. Maybe it's like, I don't even know what you're talking about. And that's fine too, because whatever. Uh, But I always say that, especially when I'm out in public. Uh, and what does that mean? I don't even I don't even know the theory behind Murphy's Law, but it's a series of like sayings or philosophies on certain things that happen. And one that's always sort of stuck with me, even since I've like this has been with me since I've been a little girl, because I literally thought about watching milk over stove. And I'm like, is it really true that milk doesn't boil? Like, what does that mean? And so obviously over the course of my lifetime, I understood that it means if you stand over and watch it, it takes forever to happen. Like for real. And it's not even milk. It's just period. Stand next time you're boiling some water, just be cautious. And you're standing over it, waiting for it to boil. It, it's almost like it'll never happen. Uh, 
especially milk, right? Like if you're making like mashed potatoes or something and you have to boil milk, that's the only other reason I would see you boiling milk. But you know, there's, there's other reasons I'm sure. Anyways, so I, that, that theory or that philosophy or that saying has just sort of followed me. So it's almost like as a speaker, right? When you go in and set up for technology, everything works the night before. And then you walk in the day ready to go and you just look like a buffoon because the tech isn't working. I'm like, watched milk never boils. Uh, or when you're at the ATM and the ATM is like glitching on you and every, there's a long line waiting. You're like, come on now. I'm the person wait, holding up the line. Or when you're the person that needs a price check, you're like, for real. I mean, or when it's like free flowing traffic, your buddies call you out, you're texting like, come on, traffic's free. And you get out there and it's bumper to bumper. You know, it's always certain things where you're like, things are just going well. And then the whole, like, and then it's catastrophe or like, I have this week planned out and then a whole bunch of meetings jump on your calendar. Like, how does that happen? Well, I'll tell you what, I've been reading this book or actually I have been listening. Thank you, Audible. I've been listening to a book. It's called The Big Leap. And it's pretty good so far. And it's talking about this concept of the upper limit. Now, I'm sure that you guys, as I was giving all of the scenarios on whatever could go wrong does when you, you know, when you set yourself up to do well, um, and is this honestly that this idea that is thrown out here is this idea of the upper limit and I'm still reading, so I don't have it down, nor do I plan to explain the whole thing right now, because obviously I won't give it as due, due diligence, but the upper limit is, uh, this idea that is expressed, uh, through this very, uh, highly successful, a man and consultant that says, you know, when I'm working with business owners and when I'm working with people, there's this idea that you can do so well that your desire to be right and have it perfect can overtake that ego, can overtake your ability to experience, um, uh, you know, positivity for longer amounts of time. Or the idea that, you know, self-sabotage. So check this out. Again, I'm still reading. So please, please, please don't go and get the book and be like, this is not what she said. Because I'm still learning and I'm still working through it. But essentially, think about it this way. You're advising someone. Uh, maybe it's someone younger than you. Maybe it's someone that's had a hard day. And, or maybe, you know, you're just advising someone that's had some sort of difficulty or trying to attempt something new. You probably send out the most encouragement possible. Uh, but here's something that I don't think that we consider. Okay, check this out. They say it takes seven seconds for people to make 11 observations about you. Seven seconds, y'all. Seven seconds. Now, what 11 observations could they be making about you? 
because they don't know you, right? Your appearance, the way you position yourself, the way you hold conversation, the way you treat people, the way you engage people, maybe a little bit of your personality by if you, if you're walking with a smile or not walking with a smile or what have you, it's a little bit harder if you're not walking with a smile, go figure, because you're straight face. Um, but they're, they're making observations. And again, if we're going back to the book, those observations count on how we make sense of the world. It's your worldview. Is there bias equipped in there from three episodes ago? What me talking about bias? Absolutely, there is. So please, there. before we go there, you know, we have to understand that some of our observations include bias, right? So yes, bias is hooked in there too. But those observations are being made. Now, you wouldn't advise the person that you're advising and say, go make your best impression and then go self-sabotage, right? (laughs) Go get that job and then self-sabotage as soon as you get there. Go ask that person out on a date and then go mess it up. Go do something great. Take that big leap. And then do everything in your power to like, just go broke while you're doing it. Yeah, go do that. We, we don't say that. We don't say that to other people. We, we definitely don't advise that, right? But then it's interesting when it comes to ourselves. Like, why does that shit always happen? Because sometimes we don't treat ourselves with the same advice that we give others. And check this out. I have a, re- a near and dear friend and we have conversations about this regularly about, man, another expression, the pot calling the kettle black, because essentially that's what it is. Like I'm giving you advice that I know that I need to be taking too. And so going back to this book, The Big Leap, and I'm sorry, I don't have the author's name. It's on Audible. And that's the problem with audio books. You don't get to pick it up and put it right in front of you. Um, I think it's Jeff Goldstein, maybe. I'm not sure. Don't quote me. It's called The Big Leap and there's a big goldfish jumping out of a um, jar. But essentially this upper limit is this area, this threshold where as soon as we feel moments of positivity, we self-sabotage. And he gives a really cool example about sending his daughter off to college and she's happy and she she's well and he's having a, a really great time because he's doing well and he's working with a friend and they're having great conversations. So those moments of feel good are existing. But then out of nowhere, terror uh, images pop into his mind that his daughter is lonely or that she needs him or that she's suffering in some kind of way. And so he calls a check in and, and the, um, I guess her, um, what is it, RA or, you know, the person who's governing over freshmen who come into college for the first time, um, she informs that she's fine. She's having a great time. She's not hurt. She's she's warm and fuzzy, making friends. I can see her right now. She's doing excellent. And then he goes, oh, thank you. So again, it's that idea of, man, um, he he threw out here this, this concept of fear receptors. And as a species of humans, we are built to register pain. We have a central nervous system that registers pain far faster than 
um, the dopamine receptors last for joy. And so when we're talking about the things that we go through on a daily basis, the adversity that we experience, the hardships that we go through, the things that we go, the, the things that we do, when we fight through those, we experience those nuggets of joy, but then we in almost instantly take ourselves back into a space of, well, what else can go wrong? And so I'm working through this idea of, of, of gratitude and entering into spaces where, not where I'm saying like, oh, why does this shit always happen? But recognizing where those small adventures are. I feel like I've been in storytell mode the past week because I've been doing just that, right? Um, and one of my social media posts on my personal um, pages is this idea of small adventures, You know, I know that we want the big chips to land. We want the big tokens to fall. We want the big trips to happen. We want the big ideas to land. We want all of those things to happen. And those are grand and those are monumental and those are life-changing. But you know what else is life-changing too? A whole bunch of small wins, right? Everyone sees the grand gestures, the grand unicorns of business, the grand unicorns of the case that was won, the grand unicorns of the 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 deals that were made that just take your life from A to double A in a flash. We see those moments and people work towards those moments like I just want that dream where I can make it big, where, you know, I, I moved to LA with seven cents in my pocket. Dwayne, the rock Johnson has this story and it is phenomenal, but we can't anticipate that our stories are going to be exactly the same. As a matter of fact, we may have small tokens along the way that start adding up a lot faster. Right. And there's no shame on Dwayne, the rock Johnson. I love him. I just, uh, I just really, I, I really do. Um, But it's this idea of uh, practicing the gratitude before we walk into the space, making space for gratitude almost before we do anything. Uh, It may seem a little funny, but I know of even reality TV personalities or YouTubers that will practice like, thank you house before they walk into the house or thank you, thank you space or thank you room or Thank you. Like whatever it is they're getting ready to do because they're practicing that gratitude before they get started. And it may seem weird and it may seem funny, but maybe you're not doing it out loud. Maybe you're saying it in your head when your kid is nagging at you. You have the the meeting that's going on. They're being disruptive. They need your help. They're crying and, and your work needs you and everything else is coming to a head all in your space and you just need free time. Well, take a step back. Like maybe you're kid isn't crying because something's really wrong. Maybe they're crying because they felt a moment where they needed you. Thank you for needing me. Hang on for just a second. Job, I know I got to get this done, but can you hold for just a moment while I take care of my kid? And thank you for being patient with me. Boom. Go handle what you need to handle and spend that time and bring your kid back to center. You know, Make that good impression, but go mess yourself up. No, we're not saying that, right? So allow yourself the time and the space to take care of them. Allow yourself in the time and the space to get yourself together 
before you reintroduce yourself back into the working space that you are in. And I think those are the little steps that maybe we don't take or maybe that I have difficulty taking when I'm saying like, man, why does this always happen, right? And so those that's a little nugget that I wanted to leave today, right? This idea of the upper limit, this idea of uh, why, why does everything seem to jam up all at the same time? And where can we take pockets or little moments to appreciate gratitude, even when it feels like it's not going right? Uh, and maybe that can, that can shift some things. So those little doses of practicing gratitudes or making sure that you recognize when the small adventures are here versus waiting for the big adventures to land. I spoke a lot about that and I am in active, uh, work of trying to do that as I go, because as the big moments are awesome, but am I, am I taking heed of the journey along the way? And that's what I don't want to miss out on. I don't want to forget it. I don't want to miss it. It it's it's painful when you're in it. Trust me, I get it. <laughs> it's it's not it doesn't feel great when you're in it, but people are showing up for you in the ways that you couldn't even express gratitude for because it's just so great, right? And so don't forget to miss the, uh, don't forget to recognize those moments where things are still happening, even if things are still happening. People are still demonstrating good, even when bad things are happening. People still have the ability to love, even when bad things are happening. Hello, 2020 is happening. And people are still finding ways to celebrate, engage, get involved, get married, ask the question, go on little, little outings being resourceful and being creative. So let's, let's take an opportunity to maybe try to recognize those moments or not to miss them. And for that, I'm grateful, including today where I had nothing mapped out. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just improv it because improv is great, but it can also be like, what are you saying? And I practice in it. <laughs> I practice in it a lot. So I'm a little more uh, structured when it comes to improv, but I still, I still like to write it down. I still like to make notes. Uh, so I'm, I'm grateful uh, that God gave me the mind and the, the, the ability to even do this. And I'm grateful for you guys. And I'm grateful for our time together every single Wednesday morning. Uh, I'm grateful that I can even shoot one off even if it means that is a little behind time or not at the time where I planned it, you know? So, uh, yeah, that's it. That's all I have for you guys today. I love you. And I thank you for all your time. If you made it this far into the episode, you have finished the entire episode. And I thank you for hanging in there with us. If this wasn't for you, I get it. Thank you for your time. But we all know of someone that can use a message like this or two. Could you please share it with them? If it was free, I always say, don't be hoarders of a good message. If if you loved it, please share it. If you hated it, please share it. Why? Because maybe you're sharing it with friends, but instead of friends, maybe you're sharing it with enemies and you know, they can use a good word too. Um, but anyways, I, I, I really thank you for the time. I really thank you for your energy. Um, and I, I thank you for the love that you give the midweek muscle day in and day out, even if it's not, um, ones that 
I can actively hear or actively see in real time. You guys are out there loving on the show and it shows. And I am so grateful for that uh, because I couldn't do any of this without people like you. And uh, so good people, let's go out. Let's try to recognize our moments. Let's, Let's maximize our moments. Whereas someone didn't get the chance that you're getting today because someone doesn't have the opportunity to get the chance you got today. And we do. So let's go out there and let's go after it. Let's make it a great week. And this time next week, I'll see you right here in this space. Thank you. And as always, let's go.